day 370. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. Uh, We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. And I think, once again, that point is going to be driven home uh, in Psalm 57 today. Psalm 57. Yep, absolutely, man. Psalm 50, you know, Psalm 56 was about this call for protection. You know what I'm saying? And so 57 is about this appreciation and this praise for the protection that's received. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, yo, I call to God most high. It's a guy who fulfills his purpose for me. He reaches down from heaven and saves me, challenging the one who tramples me. David at the beginning, he's like, yo, put some respect on God's name. Right, right. Like, yo, put some respect on his name. And he's going to say his name a ton here, but he calls him the most high. Right. Right. And the way he says that, you know, it's meant to just talk about God's sovereignty, his aboveness, his exalted nature. And at the same time, um, you know, he's going to say like God, you know, logically and eternally exists before all things. Right. But also like he's like he's the one who reaches down. Yeah. That's that same God reached down and saved me. And. You know, one of the best things about God, man, is that he is intimate, right? That right. He is imminent, you know, and imminent, or imminent and intimate, uh, which means that he's close, right? He steps into his creation, bro, and he redeems it, rescues it, saves it. God is the hero of history. Right. right? And David had that sense here, right? Yeah. And we obviously know from the Lord Jesus, right, coming through and rescuing us from our sin that right. God is always the hero of this story. Yeah, bro. God, God's most highness, right, doesn't yeah. doesn't keep him far from us. It's not like God's soaring a, above the clouds and he forgets about little old us, right? The Bible gives us this picture of God being the most high, God being transcendent above all, but God right. also being imminent and close by, right? So you even see this in Genesis 1 and 2. Genesis 1 is this creation account with God being the most high, transcendent, voice booming, things create. But Mm -hmm. Genesis 2 gives us a creation where God is like stooping low on his hands and his knees close by, right? So I think, Mm -hmm. man, the picture that comes to mind is like, bro, there's sometimes there are people that are stranded or they're landlocked or they're behind these mountains and they need supplies and the supplies can't get to them by roadways so these planes have to fly over and drop down supplies they literally these planes are the most high and they drop down and swoop to save people that can't be saved by any other means and that's what david's saying god is like god's most highness is an advantage to us because there is no place that he can't get to no hindrance that he can't hurdle right no mountain Mm -hmm. that he can't climb over to help us out Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's like a, yo, the means, David's going to say, the means by which I rely on him is his faithful love and his truth. Right. And this word faithful love, we've talked about it before, but like it's this covenant loyalty and fidelity, right? Like he has, you know, to his people and it's expressed because of the relationship he has with his people, right? Yeah. And the closest thing like we can um, imagine the closest, uh, the closest thing for us that we can imagine is a marriage. You right. Know what I'm saying like, 
um, you know, for me, bro, it's like if someone comes to my crib, right? Right. And try to get me in Jasmine, like it's right. <laughs> I'm gonna express my covenant love <laughs> right. and loyalty right. for Jasmine yeah. and defend her. Right. right. It's the same. That's the best way we can capture what God does for his people. Right. right? In warrior like fashion. I would be a warrior if somebody tried to come mess with me and Jasmine. Right. But in warrior like fashion, God rescues and saves his enemies. And remember, that's what salvation is for David and his people in this time. Yeah. It's being it's really well what it is ultimately for everybody like god saving us from our enemies ultimately satan here david has physical enemies i love what he says too he says this about his enemies he says yo they prepare a net for my steps uh. i was despondent they dug a pit ahead of me but they fell into it right <laughs> i was like yo he says and, and essentially the irony of the gospel is that god's enemies right namely satan himself right has fallen into a pit a grave yeah that he tried to put god's only son in that's good bro that's right? good yeah that's that's what happened to satan yeah right he's fell into the pit he tried to put god's only son in that's god's enemies schemes backfire on themselves right that's it bro and we and we see that in the guy like yo if god's with you bro it's you're you're good, man. Like his enemies have never prospered over him. Right. Even when they thought they killed his enemies. Right. In Satan's attempt to make God look like a villain, he only served to make God look more glorious than he yeah. could have been. Right. So yeah. in killing the Son of God who came and embodied and incarnated himself as a Jewish man, mm -hmm. Jesus actually died and rose, right? Prayed in the garden for God to deliver him from the teeth of of those that are pursuing him, but he said, not my will, but yours be done. It seemed as if the pit they dug, an actual grave, was mm -hmm. going to be the end of him, but actually God used that to exalt uh, himself above the nation. So Jesus is not just a tribal God or a regional right. God, but a right global universal God. And I love how the Psalm ends. So he mm -hmm. talks about his enemies from verse one through six, but then in seven through the end, the enemies don't make the song lyrics, bro. They don't so make right. the credits. He's singing about God, look, mm -hmm. not the destruction of his enemies, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think, bro, even in deliverance, mm -hmm. there is a way for us to push God to the periphery and center our enemies and oppressors and give them more credit than they deserve, David doesn't do that. He doesn't mm. just praise God for his deliverance. He praises his deliverer. He centers the right thing and he lifts his hope from being circumstantial to this indestructible hope ready to face any fight. So at the end, he's like, yo, Enemies, they're done with, they're through with. I'm not going to sing about how God saved me from them. I'm going to mm -hmm. sing about the greatness of God and his love centering the right thing. And that's the fuel that helps us face any disaster or trouble that comes our way. Yep, absolutely. Yo, God be exalted above the heavens. Let your glory right. over the whole earth. Yeah. The ultimate end Everything God does in creation and redemption is for his yeah. own glory, yeah. right? It is for the praise and exaltation of his own name, right? right? And real quick, an illustration that my professor helped 
uh, he gave me. He says, yo, the ultimate end of what everything God does is for his own glory. Right. And it's like the proximate end, right, can be other reasons. So, for example, if you ask why Christ came and died and, and saved sinners. Right. The proximate end could be, oh, he, he loved us. Right. Right. Uh, Jesus was faithful to his father. Like all these reasons. But the ultimate reason was for God's glory. And he right. was like, if I asked you, like, why you went to the gas station and put gas in your car, right, right. on a Sunday morning, right, and you were headed to church, the ultimate end was to get to church, right, right. But it also could be because you needed gas, gas. Right, 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 right. The gas station was right next to your house, right, yeah. like all of those things. But the ultimate end was to get to church, and right. he says the same thing with God and His glory, right, right. There are other reasons He does what He does for us, but it's ultimately so that we would lift Him up and give Him the place He deserves in all of the universe. Amen. God, so we pray that You would accept that role in our hearts. We don't need to give it to You, Father. We get to give it to You. We get to yes. live lives where You are exalted above anything else that vies for our attention, affection, or worship, Father. So we give you that place in our heart today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.